Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, your life connection to the information for a healthy body, an enlightened mind, and a renewed spirit. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to We Get Results. It's Tuesday, October 24th, 2017, and I'm your host, Mary Singer Albertson. If you haven't joined me before, my program airs the fourth Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Eastern, and it's archived for later listening. The purpose of We Get Results is to inform listeners of ways that they can get involved and make a difference in the U.S. and globally. And one of the best ways that I've found for someone to make a difference is taking action through the Results Organization. That's capital R-E-S-U-L-T-S. It's a volunteer citizens lobby to create the political will to end hunger and poverty in the U.S. and globally. Check it out at results.org. We meet with members of Congress in the district and in Washington, D.C. So that's one way that I've found, and today we're going to be talking about another great way to make a difference, and this is making a difference to homeless teens. My guest is Jerry Pirro, Executive Director of Covenant House, Michigan. And he will tell us about an important event happening on November 16th, Sleep Out America, all over the U.S., wherever you like, Sleep Out Everywhere. It sounds really exciting. So we will ask him about that in a few minutes, and I'll let you know what his background is uh, right now. So uh, Gerald Pirro is Executive Director of Covenant House, Michigan. He began his career 27 years ago working with the chronically mentally ill population in New York City creating and establishing a supported work program for young people suffering from serious mental disability. That program is still in existence today, enabling young people to experience meaningful success in the world of work and hopefully achieving a measure of independence in the future. Then in 1990, Mr. Pirro joined a child care organization called Boys Hope Girls Hope, uh, which provided academically motivated children in need with wraparound residential services and placement in the private college prep environment. He became the vice president, uh, where he was overseeing the executive staff of all 30 homes in 15 locations throughout the U.S. And then in 2014, he joined the staff of Covenant House as the executive director, working with the entire team to continue the important work of responding to the needs of homeless youth in every possible way. He pursued this position of executive director because not only for its well-documented exemplary reputation and work with young people, but also to be a part of the vital services it provides for the most vulnerable and underserved population in our state, that of homeless teens. He holds advanced degrees in both rehabilitation counseling and theological studies. I'm honored to have him as my guest today. And so I'm going to go to you and see if you can hear me. Jerry, are you there? Yes, I am. Great. Welcome to the program. And we thank you for all the work that you've done for those uh, who need a hand up over all these years. So thank you for the work you're doing. And maybe you can tell the listeners all about uh, about the work you're doing. Sure. Um, well, thank maybe you. you could... oh, go ahead. Well, thank you very much for having me on your show today. And I would be happy to talk about or at least introduce your audience to Covenant House, Michigan. Great. Covenant. Maybe you could start, go ahead, start by sharing the history of Covenant House, maybe? Yes. 
So Covenant House began in 1972. It was founded by a a Franciscan priest, Father Bruce Ritter, in New York City, initially as a small foster care program. At that time in New York City, we had a large number of very young people, uh, late teens, coming to the Times Square area, uh, looking to perhaps make make their way in uh, live acting and things of that nature. Father Ritter discovered that there were a significant number of these young people who were leaving their homes and uh, started to work with them because obviously they had a difficult time finding any kind of work, much less, much less a place to live. And he opened up a uh, outreach center in the Times Square area. And the single purpose at that time was reunification back with their families. As time went on, mm-hmm. more and more young people kept coming and staying. And so that time, that drop-in center became uh, a residential uh, environment. And today, mm-hmm. Covenant House New York has over 350 beds uh, in uh, New York City serving, continuing to serve the homeless youth from 18 to 24 years old. Mm, nice. Well, that sounds now, great. Um, go ahead. So uh, that uh, one location has translated into 31 U- U.S. cities and Canadian cities and cities in Latin America serving that oh, same great. population uh, in this very same way, trying to end youth homelessness. Mm-hmm. And like, so, um, go ahead. Uh, so uh, to talk a little bit about uh, Covenant House Michigan, um, uh-huh. we currently have a five-acre campus, and we work with 75 young people, again, between the ages of 18 to 24, in several ways. The first thing to understand about Covenant House is that it is a program, that it is not just a place to come for one or two nights, but when a youth comes to Covenant House or when we pick up a youth on our outreach program, they are committing to doing everything they can along with us to end their homelessness. And that is a very, very important purpose. Mm-hmm. So, so with, the, with the kids that are homeless, what are some of the reasons why they're homeless? Probably the major reason, at least in the city of Detroit, in the city of greater Detroit area, it is many people have lost their homes and families mm-hmm. split apart and it becomes increasingly more difficult to get back together. Another mm-hmm. major reason that young people end up in homelessness is uh, significant abuse in the home environment, if there is even a mm-hmm. home environment. And mm-hmm. those young people Uh, have been very abused, have experienced violence. Many, many of them have experienced sexual abuse from a very young age, and we do everything we can to reach them through our psychological services and help them to cope and move forward so that they can have a happy life. Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds great. Does um, 
What about like all the trafficking we hear about? Is that a real problem for you guys with the, trying to find the kids or the yes, young people? That has, yes, that has become an increasing problem, especially in the state of Michigan, being very close to the Canadian border. We work with the mm-hmm. law enforcement officials uh, when it comes to traffic youth. And again, we participate in whatever efforts are going on to try and end that. We've also mm-hmm. uh, have experienced a large number of LGBTQ uh, transgender youth who are uh, basically kicked out of their home environment and left to be on their own. And they're at such a young age, it has become difficult for them, so we reach out to serve them as well. Mm-hmm. So some of the services that we do offer to everyone there, the first thing is case management when they first come in. We uh, identify who they are, what medications they're taking, and we begin to manage their meds. We can see if they have a, a diploma from high school, and if they don't, we have a public high school on our campus where they can recover the credits to receive a full diploma from the state. We actually have four oh, schools throughout the state of Michigan. Yes, that uh, we work with those youth who, for one reason or another, never completed high school, and now we give them the opportunity to uh, receive a full diploma. Mm-hmm. A lot of That's great. additional work. Yeah, it's been a very, very helpful activity for these young people. So back to case management, uh, a lot of these young people come in with no identification papers. And so a, a large thing that we do is uh, work with them to recover their ID, to help them get their birth certificate, help them get their social security number, help them get a state ID so at least they have the very basics to go out and try and get an, get employment. Of course, ID is, is needed to do that. We look at their credit history. A lot of times uh, family members have uh, abuse their their young person's credit history, and we do what we can to try and correct it. They'll open up utilities in the young in the youth's name, and then not pay the bill, which then will yeah. really uh, impact their credit history. A few other things that we do is um, we have a program that goes on five days a week, uh, five week cycles that all of our residents must attend. And they are programs that talk about activities of daily living, workplace behavior, um, budgeting, uh, uh, feelings of of grief and loss, abandonment, anger management. All of those are really key to helping Mm -hmm. them uh, improve their own life. We do drug rehab uh, assistance. Uh, We partner with our Salvation Army friends across the street from us, and we uh, work with them. Uh, in trying to do what we can to rehab those who have become addicted to some kind of drugs. We also have Mm -hmm. access to free legal clinic. A lot of them come in with some criminal records, some fines and probation issues, and we work with them to make sure that that is taken care of. And uh, we have a clothing closet. If they need those kinds of clothes to go in an interview or just to uh, go to an event, it's right there for them. And then probably one of the more important things is we have psychological services with our psychological social workers and our regular psychologists. 
we have uh, access to a nurse practitioner to do uh, testing and uh, uh, prescribe medications. And we also run an outreach program, which not only hey. travels to those areas where these young people tend to congregate in the city, they also are probably very similar to a roving service center where they're working with those who have left us, gone into permanent housing, but still need some support, or they'll work with a mom and a baby who have lost their home and need help and, and sheltering, and we help them find the correct shelter. We take people to the food bank. We take people to the uh, food kitchen. Uh, we help them uh, pull together uh, everything they may need for an apartment. We help them get their electricity turned back on when it gets turned off. So all those social services are done by our outreach team every day, six days a week. So Covenant House does everything it possibly can to uh, help these young people and help them get back into the community and being contributing members to the community. Mm-hmm. That sounds great, wonderful. It looks like you're accessing all the different areas, body, mind, spirit, and everything that uh, that they would need at that point. Is, a, is there a large number of them that are aging out of foster care that you get in, like at 18? Or Actually, that is another source of young people becoming homeless. And it's mm-hmm. not so much the fault of the system as much as the system is not able to give them the support upon exiting and mm-hmm. work with them on a fairly daily basis to be sure that they're properly reintegrated into the neighborhood, into the home, uh, into a job. Uh, The state foster care system just doesn't have that type or that ability to do that at that point. So we take over with that. Yeah. Uh Yes, indeed. What's the youngest Um, uh, person that you've had? Well, we are only... uh, uh, our mission is only from 18 to 24-year-old, oh, okay. and okay. we work with that demographic specifically because if homeless is going, homelessness is going to be ended for that person, it's going to be during that period of time when they're not too far into the life and that they can be helped and uh, taken away from that way of living and uh, mm-hmm. helping them get back into their own, uh, their own home and uh, – a job that is meaningful. Mm-hmm. So, well, I know there was someone that I'd heard about, a young person that was, I think, maybe like 12, not to do with your organization, but um, came up to his grandmother uh, that he was gay and uh, was kicked out of the home and lived for years, like under bridges and under, you know, on the streets and all that kind of thing. And um, I think we just have no idea of how big this is and how often things happen and um, I think it'd be great if people especially like the uh, members of Congress legislators would would uh, come to Covenant House and have all the programs explained to them and and know exactly what you're doing because we're always looking at cuts um, to safety net programs and I'm wondering how things are going for you with with cuts well uh, probably the most significant cut to us was a funding for our supportive housing program, 
We mm-hmm. run, uh, not only do we do an emergency shelter where we have 45 young people living, we also have what's called a transitional uh, living unit, uh, Covenant House, we call rites of passage. And that is where the mm-hmm. young people are, uh, they must have a job or at least a diploma, and they are learning how to live on their own. We had to receive mm-hmm. significant funding from that, from uh, Housing and Urban Development, and that was mm-hmm. taken away last year. We were defunded. So we are now uh, trying to fund that on our own mm-hmm. because and how it is an important how, program. Yeah. How uh, do you get your funding? Well, that brings me to a very wonderful event when uh, people oh. are thinking about how they can uh, help us. We are part of the national movement of Sleep Out, and this year it's called Sleep Out America. Covenant mm-hmm. House International in New York initiated this event to call to bring much more awareness to what it is like to be homeless. And mm-hmm. we are in our we are in our coming up on our fourth year of this event, which takes place on November 16th this year. And the uh, idea behind the event is that we get uh, it's called Executive Sleep Out. And we get mm-hmm. executives and business owners in the city of Detroit, uh, a C-suite uh, staff, if you will, and all of them commit to raising $5,000 by sleeping out uh, on our campus for one night to kind of understand what it's like to, to have been homeless and to, to stand in solidarity with these young people who are struggling. That event mm-hmm. has become very successful. In our fourth year, we are uh, on track to have raised a million dollars just in our Covenant House Detroit over the past four events. So it Mm -hmm. it really has been a tremendous help to allow us to keep our transitional supportive housing program going. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, uh, Sleep Out America, all um, 17 or 18 locations in the United States and Canada we all sleep out on the same night. We have some major sponsors, such as uh, Delta Airlines and uh, other oh. uh, large companies uh, like them, uh, Ally and um, uh, Comerica Bank, all support us in this event. And mm-hmm. uh, what we have done this year, what International has done, is extend this event to include anyone in the country who wants to do their own small sleep out or large uh, anywhere uh-huh. in the United States, not only on the campus of Covenant Houses across the country. So we can, you can go to our website, uh, www.covenanthousemi.org, covenanthousemi.org, and go to our DIY page, and it has all the instructions and materials that you would need to do your own sleep out, perhaps at a church, perhaps at your Mm -hmm. school, uh, pulling together uh, your running partners, uh, anyone in a group, uh, be it five people or 20 people, can do this wonderful event in solidarity with all of us across the country and raise some dollars. It doesn't have to be as large as 5000 It could be as small as $50, $100. to help out Covenant House Michigan in this effort. So it really is a very critical event for us 
And we are looking forward to, again, uh, raising that awareness and keeping it in the front of people's minds that there are young people mm-hmm. out there who are suffering that we all can help. Mm-hmm. For sure. And um, I know there's just there's just been so many cuts lately to all the safety net programs. And, um, you know, we're just really concerned uh, with my group results working on hunger and poverty also. And, you know, I, I don't think people really understand how many people are affected and how many people are hungry and how many people are homeless. And um, that's why I think being able to hear from you and I'm going to put the link all around uh, Facebook and I'm going to call some places and some, some uh, members of Congress. Um, I'm going to see a couple of people next week. So I'm going to, you know, tell them I'm going to send them the link and um, find out who in Congress is uh, on any type of committee that has to do with uh, youth and homelessness and see if I can find that out and try to send this link to them also. And I know that we, you know, we're talking about how important it would be for people in the state of Michigan that are members of Congress to try to come and see what's going on. I know uh, another organization that I'm with, um, uh, Senator Gary Peters came to see what that organization was like. And I just think there's nothing better and you can't do anything as well as letting people see what's really happening. And then the other thing to me is, is if you have stories of someone that, that has really been helped or that, uh, that you can put forth so that people can really understand uh, how much of a problem this is. And um, so I don't know, anybody else that you think that you would like to try to get over there to, to see what Covenant House is like or, uh, Anybody we should we, keep in mind to try to alert to the to the certainly, certainly. Uh, oh, absolutely. Certainly, our representatives in the legislature, mm-hmm. both the state and federal, are, are more than welcome to come and and view how we work with these young people. We had Lieutenant Governor Cali visit us at one point. We had mm-hmm. our state attorney general Bill Schutte visit with us. And and those are important visits because they are going out of their way to learn more about this issue. And that can only be helpful to us. And uh, we, we do many tours of people who just kind of want to find out what Mm -hmm. we're all about and what it's like. Last year we served 3,400 young people in the city of Detroit, not only in sheltering, but in all the other ways that I had spoken about and outreach Mm -hmm. And in our schools. So that's Mm -hmm. a significant number of of working with these young people. You talk about stories. I mean, I certainly can give you stories. I can give you the happy stories and I can give you the very discouraging and disappointing stories. But Mm -hmm. the success rate is, is significant. Getting our young people jobs with meaningful salaries, with a livable wage has been uh, a tremendous success getting our young people into a permanent house and working with them and seeing them blossom and starting to live on their own. Many of Mm -hmm. those also. So this is not about warehousing young people who have no ambition. It's mostly entirely about getting them back on their feet and to be the Mm -hmm. masters of their own fate. Yeah. And I it's an important work that we do. Well, I think the things that you're talking about too, as far as 
being responsible at a job and knowing what to do with your paycheck and how to do the banking and how to um, budget and all that kind of stuff. I think there's just too many kids that don't have any idea how to do any of that. You know, and if they do get a paycheck, it might just be gone in the first week, which may happen anyway because our minimum wage is so low. But um, I think that all that is so important. And I know they've talked about, you know, in, in, in my results group globally, they talk about giving women small loans to start businesses. But a big part of it is meeting with all other women and having people talk about what to do with the money and how to do banking and all that kind of stuff because otherwise they would have no idea of what to do. So I think you're doing a great job with that. Um, uh, as far as, like, the sleepout goes, uh, is there somewhere on there that lets you know if people in your area are already doing one and you want to just get involved but not start one? Um, if you want to get involved, uh, you certainly can contact us at our website, again, covenanthousemi.org, uh, and actually mm-hmm. you can give us a call at uh, okay. 313-463-2010. Three one three four six three two zero one zero. I just wanted to point out one more thing, Mary, if I can. Sure. When you talk, when you talk about um, being prepared to go out on your own and uh, being women being provided to start their own business, we have mm-hmm. some wonderful companies that come on site and do exactly that with our residents. So oh. uh, Deloitte has been a tremendous partner to us coming uh, uh-huh. to Covenant House not only to do kind of manual labor things, but also to do uh, seminars with our young people, uh, basically mm-hmm. around financing and budgeting and how, what is it, how do you buy a car, what's the difference between purchasing mm-hmm. and leasing. We had, uh, we had Mercedes-Benz, uh, the credit portion of Mercedes-Benz come on campus and uh, continue wow. to do the same thing. There's a there's a bit of a turnover, so it's not that they're repeating the same thing to the same uh, young people. Uh, it, it, they're, they're affecting new people all the time. Uh, we have a number of other companies that come in and help us with our clothing closet. Uh, Campbell mm-hmm. Ewald uh, advertising firm, Granger uh, mechanical uh, firm. Uh, all of these people mm-hmm. uh, come and work with us and uh, really help us out. Another major partner for us has been the Detroit Auto Dealers Association. Of course, that makes a lot of sense. And they have Say helped us more, in the Detroit, the Detroit, uh, Detroit Auto Dealer Association, oh, the DADA. Uh-huh. They okay. have been a tremendous partner to us for the past few years. And uh, okay. they come and work in our, uh, our, job, our job fair and uh, work with our young people on, again, on that whole issue of getting a job. So there are a number of people in the community, and we'd love to add more people to it to Mm -hmm. uh, help us in this effort. Now, when you say a job fair, do you have those every once in a while, or how often? We have two job job fairs a year, and that has grown in a very short time where employers come out and interview our young people on site. Our young people dress correctly for an interview, and uh, mm-hmm. many of them are hired uh, on site. Yes. So we had this year, we had the MGM Grand 
uh, hotel there. We had Lowe's uh, uh, building supply there. And Mm -hmm. uh, again, we had uh, one or two auto dealerships. So this is really a great effort on the part of the community to help us in a very significant way. Getting a job Mm -hmm. is a key, is a key to your getting on your way to success. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like you're doing a great job. Before I forget, I wanted to ask you, though, um, as far as your clothes closet, is it all brand-new clothes, or can people donate uh, just lightly used clothing or no? It's largely people donating the lightly used clothes. And uh, you can imagine with that age group, Jeans are the biggest hit. Jeans and yep, uh, yep. running shoes and sneakers are the things mm-hmm. they gravitate towards most. So, yeah, people can bring them to our campus, uh, 2959 Martin Luther King Boulevard in, in Detroit, and uh, we will happily accept uh, those clothes that are able to be used once again. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like a really good idea. Did you say how many... You said how many job fairs, how many um, uh, fundraisers do you do a year to try to, to uh, fund your programs? We uh, focus on two. One, again, being the sleep out on November 16th. And we also do kind of a fun event called the Night of Broadway Stars, which a number oh. of the other covenant houses current, across the country do. And that basically is a review of Broadway's uh, greatest and most popular songs from Broadway shows Mm -hmm. and professional actors from those shows come and put on a a show geared towards Covenant House. The the music is geared towards uh, helping kids. And it has been a wonderful, wonderful event. It includes a dinner and an afterglow. And uh, Mm -hmm. we bring it back by popular demand, quite honestly. Everybody mm-hmm. loves attending that. So that occurs this year. It's going to be on May 10th of 2018. So those are our okay. two events. Those are our two signature events that we work with. Mm-hmm. Now, another question I have, because I'm always thinking about this, of kids that are getting out of high school or 18, is there an opportunity also to, to teach them um, how to vote, how to sign up to vote or stuff like that? Oh, absolutely. Not only do we do that, we also help them access the Affordable Care Act uh, so that we are sure that they have some kind of health care coverage. And Mm -hmm. we also help them do their tax returns for those that have their jobs and make sure that they're Mm -hmm. not being taken advantage of by going to some tax tax company to, to do their taxes. So I don't think there's any part of life that we haven't thought of to help these young people uh, understand what it's like to be on your own. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, the more people that can can understand how many kids are in this position and how, you know, just our kids that have a regular home and, and go to high school and graduate, and they don't, I mean, you can tell, you know, they don't know, a lot of them don't know a lot about trying to bank or do stuff with jobs and all that, and, uh, you know, kids that have no one to depend on, you know, I think it's always said there's got to be at least one person that you can trust for you to be okay. And I think that, you know, this program is helping so many kids trust adults and and, uh, are showing the important things that they need. So thank you so much for that. Do you have um, any other thing that you'd like to uh, leave us with or go on with right now? Well, 
uh, I would like to encourage people to think a little bit more about that population. Uh, certainly, if they have any questions, to inquire with us. And also to, uh, in solidarity, pray for those young people. And also for our uh, staff who work daily, every day, on three shifts to uh, work with these young people and help them through. That could almost mm-hmm. be the most important way to help us. Yes, yes, that that is wonderful. And I, and I know one wonderful person that works for you or works with you at Covenant House, which is Marquise Williams, who also has come to D.C. to lobby on hunger and poverty with us. And, um, you know, that's an example of your staff. That's, he's wonderful. So uh, we really appreciate him and his efforts, too. He's, he's, guys- he's great, absolutely great. Yeah. So I think, you know, that's all the questions I have. Is there anything else you'd like to leave us with? No, I think I've uh, I've kind of uh, talked quite a bit yeah. about us, and I'm so happy for the opportunity to share our work with you and your, your listeners. And, again, yeah. to uh, pray for our young people and to feel very comfortable uh, inquiring about any more information and even coming to Covenant House, Michigan. So thank you very, very much, Mary. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for all the work you do. God bless the staff, the organization, and all the children involved, and let us try to to branch out and see if we can't, you know, find even more kids because I know with the uh, downturn of jobs and all that that so many more people were homeless. So we really thank you and and bless you for for doing this work. And I'm going to put this link out everywhere I have on Facebook and and email, and I will send you guys the link so you can put this out there. And I'm also going to to um, call a few people that um, that we lobby in this in Michigan for uh, members of Congress and uh, let their aid that I know uh, that I'm going to send a, a link to that and hopefully maybe some of them will will come and visit because uh, they have so many things going on and there's something it seems like every single day so. Um, they really need to come down and see what you're doing. So I will do all I can, and you let me know if there's anything else that I can do. And, um, you know, I have, plan to keep donating, and um, so I hope everyone else will, too, support this great organization. So thanks again, Jerry. We appreciate you coming on. I'm honored to have you. Thank you so much, Mary, for all you're doing and uh, for giving me the opportunity today. Really appreciate it. You take care. No problem. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, thank you for tuning in. Please support Covenant House and kids that are homeless. Um, Take a look at their website. Also take a look at results website in case you want to go lobby Congress uh, to end hunger and poverty. And um, have a great month, and I will uh, be back with you at the end of next month. So take care. Bye.